Welcome back to the Posh Cockney Podcast. You're listening to Liam Norvell and this is Hospitality News brought to you by the Industry Titans. And today's a very special podcast as it is VE Day, a momentous occasion in our history and we thank every single person that sacrificed their life for us to be free today. Before we go on to today's show, we're going to thank David Singleton for coming on on Tuesday. We've had some phenomenal response from that one. So thank you, David, and good luck out in Dubai. Today's Titan is Sarah Hyde. I've known Sarah for just over a decade. We worked together at London parties way back in the day and she's got on to start an agency similar to Posh Cockney actually and a similar sort of age just over a year old and we're going to hear her journey and she came back from Dubai where she had a phenomenal job working for Mahiki and uh, she took the plunge to set up her own business and we're going to hear from her today. Before we get into the show we're going to hear from our sponsors Utilitrack. As one of the UK's leading commercial energy consultants Utilitrack help businesses spend less on their utilities. There's never been a better time than now to review your costs so if you'd like free help or advice on saving money on your utilities email Email us at inquiries at utilitrack.co.uk or visit our website www.utilitrack.co.uk. And welcome back to the Posh Cockney Podcast, Hospitality News brought to you by the Industry Titans. And today's Titan is an old friend of mine, Sarah Hyde. Sarah, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. So far, so good. Thanks for coming on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Where are you living now? You, you, you're you not in Dubai anymore. You're back in London. Yes, I'm back in London. So I came back from Dubai around um, nearly a year ago now, which is quite crazy. I actually set up my own company when I got back around August time. Um, so this has been quite a, a weird experience for me to kind of be in a stage where my company is really growing and then bang, coronavirus hits. And how have you found the help from the government? Has that helped your business at all with the or benefits and grants? Um, well, luckily for me, actually, like, I haven't been affected as of yet by any of my clients because um, which will I'm sure we'll come to in a bit is that the majority of who I work with being luxury hospitality it's a lot of members um, experiences and clubs and gyms and stuff so for me actually a lot of it's just moved online rather than kind of just shut down and and everything's gone so I've been quite fortunate actually. You are one of the lucky ones for sure but look before we go into talking about your company right now let's go right back to the start we worked together nearly 10 years ago at london parties but how did you get into being queen of mahiki for so many years Oh, God. Um, It's quite a weird one, really, because um, I actually um, went to university and studied business management. Um, I got a BSc um, in business management. So most people on my course actually went into law and accountancy and finance and things like that. But for me, that just didn't feel right. I didn't connect to it. And um, what I did connect to very much so at uni was the social element of, you know, the club nights and promoting club nights at uni and stuff, which is where I kind of realized that I had quite a strength really with connecting people and communicating with people and that's kind of where it all began so when I finished uni and believe it or not I actually did do um, a tv show <laughs> which, Go on, tell um, us God, more. I know not many people know <laughs> this but apparently they actually show it at like Regents Business School but it was called Selling Yourself and it was kind of a, a program on Channel 5 at the time um, where they had five graduates kind of competing for a job with McCann Erickson 
which was a big advertising company. And um, I actually got down to the final two. I didn't actually get the job, but that kind of got me a bit of exposure um, and gave me a stepping stone into um, my first job, which was actually in PR. And I I worked in PR for about a year, but I kind of missed um, the elements of of kind of, I guess, um, marketing a kind of lifestyle venue. That's how I ended up going back into, I guess it was really promoting that we kind of started off with promoting and marketing and events um, at London parties where I met the incredible Nick House, who was very much my mentor, who um, at the time opened Mahiki, Whiskey Mist, and um, he now has some incredible venues like Gold and Notting Hill. And fortunately for him, I met him and clicked with him and he hired me for um, London parties and then took me in-house at Mahiki. And I guess for me, it was the fact that I was the ultimate Mahiki girl. You know, I was that girl that enjoyed going out in a group of girls, having cocktails and dancing to fun music. So from day one, I could connect to that brand better than any other brand because I was the Mahiki girl. And I guess I took that into my soul almost and stayed with that and grew with that and grew with the brand, meaning that I actually ended up being on and off there for I think around eight years I must have worked on and off at mm. Mahiki. Similar time to when I was at Cafe de Paris then you know, we, we were sort yes. of doing this. I was at Cafe I used Mahiki and it was you know it's great to see a few other people that I'm interviewing on the podcast also ex-London Parties crew but I, I, I keep touching on it it was such a breeding ground for talent wasn't it? It was honestly amazing and you know I can't say anything but that place thrived on a lot of the people that were leading it. It was a great space for like-minded people who had this kind of, I guess, gift of being able to connect and communicate with people um, coming together and sort of just excelling in in what we did best. Mm. So then after that sort of on-off eight years in Mahiki, so I saw you you got the amazing job of going out to Dubai. Yes, I did. Um, So it must have been about nearly three years ago now. Mahiki, actually, at the time where I was working as global marketing director, obviously they had a site in Dubai. So I was going about four times a year out to Dubai for work trips um, where I became very close with the um, owners of Mahiki in Dubai because it's a franchise. So it had separate owners. And yes, it was a bit of a timing thing. I happened to be out there on a work trip when they kind of had some news about their operations and marketing director both leaving. Um, And they just offered me a really great opportunity to go out there and run three sites. So there was a bar, a club and a restaurant as their, believe it or not, operations and marketing director. Having never like come from an operations background, it was definitely something that excited me. Obviously being at Mahiki, it was kind of very marketing and brand led, which meant that operations kind of fed in with brand and marketing. So I did get a lot of exposure to the kind of operational side. So it was a challenge indeed, but it was one that I was really excited to accept. So you certainly he looked like he was winning many awards every time I saw your, your LinkedIn you had a different award in your hand so you must have done a good job out there oh thank you yeah I guess 
I kind of threw myself into it like you do in hospitality. It's pretty much a 24-hour job. Luckily, I'd been out to Dubai quite a number of times before, so I had a lot of networks and connections out there. So it wasn't like I started off, you know, from scratch. Um, So I was quite fortunate with that. But definitely, I did put in the time um, and the hours in order to try and grow the brands and the and the business, um, which was, yeah, definitely rewarding in terms of actually getting noticed for it, which was really, really nice. So why did you come back? From a very honest point of view, um, I'm 36. Um, I kind of, as much as I love Dubai, you know, I look to settle and create my life in the UK, in London. Like deep down in my heart, I always wanted to set up my own business of some descript within hospitality. And, you know, for years I'd had in the back of my mind this kind of concept around creating a marketing agency 360 degree. So covering all elements of marketing um, in order to go into um, a lot of kind of hospitality and leisure businesses and offer that as a full service Um, Mm -hmm. and I guess over the years that idea turned into putting it down onto paper and then creating a business plan Um, and then I kind of got to a point I guess after two years of being in Dubai where I thought you know what like it's time for me now to to do my dream and start my company and for me that was to be back at home in London um you know look I'd love to expand within the next couple of years to Dubai as well but for me my heart is London and that's where I wanted my company to come from before we go into any more questions we're just going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors Hello, it's Gerard from Track, and we're delighted to be sponsoring today's podcast. We've a couple of tips for you. In the current pandemic, your business is going to be using less gas and electricity. So do make sure where it's safe to do so that you provide regular meter readings to your supplier. This will prevent you overpaying and building up an unnecessary credit. And don't just cancel your direct debit. Most utility contracts have a price discount built into them for paying by DD. If you can Cancel that direct debit, you're likely to pay a penalty. So, Sarah, you've started House of Hyde. What sort of clients have you picked up in the first year? Yeah, it's been really interesting, actually, because my first client that I picked up is the incredible BXR London, which is a boxing members gym in Marlebone. And having come from very much like a sort of hospitality background in the sense of bars, clubs, restaurants, it was so refreshing to get something that was a bit more like relevant in terms of health and wellness um, in today's world. So that was really nice for me. Um, and otherwise, um, I have a couple of other hospitality clients, which is really great, home house and homegrown members clubs. And That's I, an amazing contract. That's a big win, isn't it, really? For me, that was uh, a really, really um, incredible one. Felt very fortunate to get them. Um, they're an incredible client to have. You know, home house is, is a bit like Mahiki in a sense, a bit of an institution. It's been around for a long time and a lot of future businesses have kind of modelled what home house has done. And they recently opened their second members club called Homegrown about 
it will be about a year in April, which is a whole members club um, aimed around entrepreneurs, business leaders and investors. So it for me, that's been a really incredible business to be working with and on um, because it's so relevant in today's world, which I'm sure we'll come on to when we talk about coronavirus. Mm. Wow. So well done for that. Let, let's talk about the coronavirus. So you, you mentioned earlier on that it's not really affected you so that you are certainly lucky, but um, it must have affected some of your clients in some ways. Yes, of course. It's affected my clients very much so because obviously they've had to close their businesses. But in terms of my role, um, in terms of marketing, it's actually been a really interesting time. Like I said, my clients mainly membership based, so it's quite a lot easier to kind of transfer things to online. Mm. We've just actually just shifted a lot of what we were doing um, in, in the bricks and mortar to online, which has been something quite straightforward, actually. So when you say 360 marketing agency, do you do social media, digital marketing as well as traditional marketing what, what other services do you do you offer just so the listeners know yeah so um yeah 360 so obviously digital marketing is a huge thing in today's world so anything from social media to sort of you know simple things like um crm ma- management and emailing out mm. i also offer pr events uh, you know i feel like our real strength at house of hide is our brand partnerships mm-hmm. which is something that probably came from uh where we we met each other in our early days of kind of being kings and queens of of nightlife yeah I guess that's pretty much everything do you love what you do absolutely I love it and you know that relates back to the bit I was talking about at the beginning where you know for me going into something like into the city and finance it just it just didn't align with with who I am and what my passions are and and I'm just so grateful and blessed that I can do something that I love every day what will the house of fire look like in two to three years okay that's That's a really good question. Um, To be honest with you, like my long term dream is and goal is to grow as a business. I, you know, I really enjoy the luxury sector. So I'd ideally like to remain in that. So having um, luxury clients, um, I'd love to expand into things like hotels, boutique hotels, um, which I've had quite a lot of previous work with having lived in Dubai, where all sort of food and beverage outlets are in hotels. And I'd love to have um, a bit of an international brand as well, to be honest, like I'd love to service people um, and businesses in in Dubai, London, and, and even main cities in Europe would be great. Well, I'm sure with your drive, and um, you certainly have that go-getter attitude, which I've always known you for, you're, you're going to get that. So if people do want to get hold of you, after the show how can they do it what's your social handles what's your email yeah sure so um my email is just sarah with an h at thehouseofhide.com and you can find us on social again um the house of hide so we're on instagram and facebook and my personal instagram is sarah with an h underscore underscore hide like hyde park nice <laughs> well tell you what we're gonna do once this is all over we'll uh, we'll get you in again to record another podcast and hopefully we can talk about some more projects that the house of hide are working on yeah yeah that would be great thank you well stay well stay safe stay in obviously and um we'll catch up soon great thank you so much for having me and you stay safe too thank you see you later bye-bye bye thank you so much sarah for coming on the show i really hope our listeners enjoyed that That's enough for this week. We're going to let you carry on your VE Day celebrations. But before we go, don't forget to check me out on social media. That's at Liam Norvell. 
And don't forget to drop me an email, liam.norvell at poshcockney.co.uk. Join us on Tuesday where we have Matt Ford, the head of marketing from Hawksmoor. That's going to be a really interesting show. Don't forget to check out Posh Cockney socials as well, obviously. That's at Posh Cockney. Or check us out at www.poshcockney.co.uk. And before we leave you, we're going to check in with our sponsors, Utility Track. Have a great day, everyone. As one of the UK's leading commercial energy consultants, Utilitrack help businesses spend less on their utilities. There's never been a better time than now to review your costs. So if you'd like free help or advice on saving money on your utilities, email us at inquiries at utilitrack.co.uk or visit our website www.utilitrack.co.uk.